Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What do you say to this? I don't... uh, Please, if you guys have any thoughts on this story, that is just not what I was expecting to hear on a regular Tuesday. That just ruined my day. (laughs) I wish I had a time machine just so I can go back two minutes and not hear the story. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta Benson. Hello. So welcome to another brand new Confession Corner. Today we are doing Reddit Confession Corner, and I'm excited to start. Before we get started, I guess my confession this week would be that the most random area where I seem to be getting pimples on my body or for some reason my ears which is also my favorite place to pop them I get so excited when I get like a little pimple in my ear but I just read today that it actually means poor hygiene which is insane because I shower all the time so I guess what it I read more into it and then it meant that I don't clean the soap behind my ears good enough or something like that so builds germs or build up or something. I don't know. So now I have to make sure I put enough water behind my ears and then I will never get pimples in my ears again. So I have to find something new to pop like my anal virginity. Just kidding. I lost that when I was like 18. Anyway, <laughs> cool. So cool. So <laughs> If you're currently listening to the podcast, just FYI, so you're aware, we now have the podcast on our YouTube channel as well. Our YouTube is Almost Adulting on YouTube. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel so you never miss an episode again. Tell all your friends, and then also, if you love my Thursday episodes or Tuesday episodes, which are more the fuck around, find out type of episodes, then make sure to leave me a five-star review on the Apple podcast. I read all of them. I appreciate them. And they genuinely very, really much help the podcast. And as much as I appreciate all of your DMs when you love my episodes, I would appreciate it so much more if you left it as an Apple podcast review because it genuinely helps my podcast. Okay. I love you. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's start with a few random stories that the social media girl picked for today's episode to listen to the confessions. Shout out to our social media girl, which is me, Viola Benson, since we can't afford to hire one. (laughs) Cool. So let's go. Screw my girlfriend on my birthday. Hope you like BDSM. I caught my friend raw dogging my girlfriend on my birthday, so I proceeded to slap his SS as hard as I humanly could as he was coming on her stomach. So there I was on my birthday at the stroke of midnight, just given three-fourths of the day of paid time off from my eternally crappy job working the third shift at a factory. I think to myself, 
Awesome. I'll go home and maybe get myself a birthday blowjob. I mean, I've been dating her for the past six years, and I've gotten one every year for my birthday. But there's always the chance I won't. No big deal. I walk in the door, all is quiet. Which instantly strikes me as kind of strange because she usually watches TV at this time of night. Maybe she just passed out? I think nothing of it. So I am walking back to our bedroom, when I hear it. The unmistakable headboard against the wall with the slight, barely audible womanly moans coming from the bedroom, and I promptly freeze. After a few seconds, I quietly sit down on the cold linoleum floor and think to myself. She's cheating on me, on my birthday, in our bed, in the house that I pay for. What the f? But, there's one thing that everyone who knows me, knows about me. I don't act rashly. Ever. I think things through, and you really don't want to get on my revenge side. It's cold, and it's calculating. I have been referred to as Spock on a number of occasions. So the plan is hatched for the instant revenge. She only likes to bang in the dark. I have really good dark vision. She does not. The house is pitch black. I've got this, I mutter to myself. I quietly enter the bedroom, proceed to head to the always open closet across from the bed, and proceed to grab our wooden studded paddle from it. He's still on top of her, continuing to go at it with- Okay, I'm sorry. Number one. The fact that he's just like, oh, it's my birthday, I guess I'll just get my dick sucked. Already, it's so hard to be on his side. Then he comes home and he's like, the house that I pay for, blah, blah. That's okay, fine. But then you're telling me he walks into the room while his girlfriend is having sex and both the person she's effing and her don't notice somebody just tiptoeing in the dark to the closet. You're joking. Are they both deaf? He's still on top of her, continuing to go at it with a steadily increasing pace. It is everything in my power to hold back my infuriation with the situation. I grab the paddle, and a box that was on top of it. Proceeds to fall, making a very loud noise. Finally. I crouch down to stay hidden and think to myself, crap, here I am catching her cheating on me and I'm about to be the one that gets caught. But. They don't stop. He's a madman on a mission to blow his load, which he's obviously very close to doing. I get to the end of the bed, and stand there in full batter swing, ready, waiting for the right moment. It was quite an eternity waiting for a man that is screwing my girlfriend of six years, on my bed, in my house, on my birthday, to blow his load. And then it happens. He pulls out, and is about to pop on her stomach. I instantly realize she's doing this unprotected, and I spring out the full swing, now with added hatred of Willie rapper less oomph, and whack. That blood-curdling wince and then eventual cry was absolute music to my ears. Direct hit to the SS. She asks, what in the hell just happened? His reply is, something just smacked my SS so hard I think I'm bleeding. Okay, what is SS? Is he talking about his penis? I would assume penis, right? I don't know what SS is. This is when I personally think it hit her. She frantically rushes to the side of the bed to flick on the bedside lamp. Click and there I am, standing there tall and proud. Safety glasses still on, holding what I have now dubbed the meat grinder in hand. Staring down at the both of them with an unholy, unflinching gaze that is commonly referred to as the UP stare. A stare of psychic withdrawal-inducing soul destruction. Unwavering in its intensity. And then I focus my gaze directly into his eyes. Calm as a statue, and officially shut down all emotions by this point. It is now that I realize- This guy is so intense. <laughs> it is now that I realize that the man screwing her, was a man that I've known for years. A relatively close friend, and someone whom I trusted, and knew I trusted. And then I say, in an extremely giddy and overtly flamboyant gay tone, who's up for a threesome? With an evil, cheekish grin afterwards. I have never seen a man get his crap and get out the door so fast in my life. Ever. It was per near instantaneous. That he was gone. She looks at me. I look at her. And I say the inevitable truth. You know that every single one of my past girlfriends has cheated on me, 
and you know exactly what that means. I'm dead to you, huh? She replies in a dejected, monotone voice of humility. After you leave tonight, I will not recognize either of your existence if we meet again. I will more than likely never speak to you. While standing there, staring at her the whole time, she gets up, head hanging in shame. She gathers her clothes, gets in her car, and leaves. That's when everything in me just collapses. My heart, my soul, my emotions, my ego and pride. Everything. I proceed to go to the living room, crack a beer, and cry for eight hours. Aww. I'm a man, but I'm only human. The next day her mom- Men cry. <laughs> Men are human, just like women, and they cry. But okay. What in the hell happened last night? So I reply bluntly with, I discovered her sleeping with someone I knew, so I snuck into the room, and proceeded to slap his SS as hard as I humanly could with our wooden studded paddle as he was coming on her stomach. She busts out laughing at her daughter's stupidity, and my retaliation, and heads on over for a little bit more of a talk instead of on the phone. I still talk with her mom once in a while. Aww. I think I might call her tomorrow. But haven't said a word to Cunny McCockbag, or Anus Bucker Von Douchy since. After the fact, I learned that he was not the only guy she cheated on me with either. I genuinely wish her nothing but the best and no ill will. She just won't be getting a single damn thing from me. From what I understand she hasn't been able to hold a job since, and is with that guy. I will say I'm still healing about everything even nearly two years later now. I've been torn up entirely too much by women, and I just want that cycle to end. I'm taking my sweet SS time with getting back into the dating world. Sure it's lonely sometimes. But I'd rather be lonely, than 10 years down the road at 40 and having this crap repeat all over again. I thought my swift, decisive, thought out and planned, but bludgeoner was super effective, not a rash I'm gonna end your bloodline meow. Alright, so my thoughts on this is A, it's never fun to cry on your birthday. I mean, us as women, we do this every year, whether or not somebody cheats on us. It's part of the thing, if you're a woman, you cry on your birthday after the age of 25. But, all jokes aside, it's not funny to get cheated on. And one thing that did stick out to me. One, I am so proud of this guy for walking away after being cheated on. But the thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that he said, all of my exes have cheated on me before. And now this ex, now ex, cheated on him as well. So I hope whoever this person is, I just want you to know that not everyone out there cheats. But if you seem to notice that every person you date is a cheater, it's time to kind of assess, reassess why you are so drawn to people with those specific characteristics because it has to be something specific like it has to be some specific red flags about these people that you are noticing and for whatever subconscious reason you end up being attracted to those people whether you're going around the universe constantly saying all I attract are cheaters and then for whatever reason you end up doing that is because it feels familiar so you are now repeating a pattern over and over again and able to break it and you're unable to see that it's something about you that you're drawn to, whether you are potentially drawn to the feeling of familiarity or you are drawn to these people because it's your brain subconsciously recreating the same scenarios over and over again, hoping that this time the scenario will turn out differently. Meaning maybe when you were very young, you got cheated on and you were never able to heal from it, which is why now as an adult, you continuously date people that have similar characteristics to the cheater you dated years ago. And your brain is hoping that this time dating this person, they won't cheat on you so you can finally heal from it. But unfortunately, you can't depend on other people to heal you, especially by trying to repeat a scenario hoping for a different outcome. You have to be able to heal yourself by figuring out deep inside, why am I only drawn 
to these type of people who are cheating on me? What's the common characteristic in them that I'm drawn to? And how can I finally stop the cycle? By telling yourself, you know what? I've seen this movie. It's with the same person over and over again, just in different body, and it never ends well. I don't like the ending and I'm done with it. I'm going to make sure to never date this type of person again. And next time when I will be drawn to this type of person, I will be able to notice the red flags and it won't take me six years or until I catch them cheating on me. It will take me a couple of months, then a month, maybe then a couple of weeks, maybe then just a week for me to kind of gauge, oh shit, there's a red flag about them. It's not going to work out because they are similar to what I normally date and it never worked out for me in the past. So I hope that helps to whoever, to anyone out there that's been cheated on before and to this person if they're listening with a confession. I hope you found the right person. When I started podcasting again, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. And now I am in the process of selling merch again because it is so easy, especially when you use Shopify, which is what I'm currently using and my shop will be launching, I think around Christmas time. So get excited. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Hopefully for me, that will happen. Shopify is there to help you grow, which is why I love them. Whether you're promoting protein powders or you're selling superb supplements or you're selling podcast merch, whatever it is, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to their Shopify magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including my merch store. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com adulting all lowercase. So again, go to shopify.com slash adulting to grow your business no matter what stage you are in. That is shopify.com slash adulting. And I can't wait for my shop to go live coming soon next month. Love ya. And if you are a cheater, that is nothing to be proud of. I see sometimes videos of people bragging about them cheating on every partner they ever date. Don't date. If you're going to cheat, break up. Because as much as I will tell you that when people cheat on you, it has nothing to do with you, it has to do with the other person and their own insecurities, it's hard to actually adapt that mentality and to actually believe it. So just know when you're out there cheating on someone, you can mess with their mental health and with how they feel about themselves for years. And you will break someone just because you feel bad about yourself. And that's just so wrong and so dirty. I don't know. It's not just that. It's so pathetic. Cheaters are honestly the most, one of the most pathetic people in the world. I would say the worst type of person that you can be is a thief. And when I say a thief, I mean a thief of joy, a thief of someone's freedom, a thief of someone's life, aka a murderer, a thief of someone's belongings, aka a real thief, a thief of someone's time, 
which means whether you're wasting their time being in a relationship with them while you're cheating on them, wasting their time dating someone that you don't want anything serious with, even though they do, wasting their time where you were never planning on treating them the way they need to be treated and so on. There's nothing worse than a thief and a thief of time, a thief of joy, a thief of life, yada, yada. Okay, cool. All right, let's listen to the next one. What was the angriest anybody has ever been with you? My best friend and his wife have been together for five years and have been trying for a baby for just as long. They have always struggled as every doctor they have ever met has told them the same thing. The wife is infertile and stands almost zero chance of conceiving successfully. They tried a surrogate twice and failed both times. In a financial struggle they decided to raise money from the local people to aid in a third and final surrogate attempt. The community is very welcoming and they know my best friend and his wife very well. After raising enough money they gave it one last shot. It was a miracle, the doctors stated this baby should come out okay and healthy. My best friend called me to tell me this news as he was crying of pure joy telling me he was going to be a father. I could not be happier, we had organized a huge celebration and finally the big day came. The baby was delivered at just under 9 months and came out perfectly healthy, with no conditions or scares. The labor itself went well and I could not be happier for my friend. He called me over a few weeks later to celebrate, the wife had been sleeping and he and I decided to share some wine as a celebration. We had one glass too many and he came downstairs with the baby in his hands showing me him. There were tears of joy in his eyes as he asked me to hold him. I was reluctant at first but I agreed. I held it for a minute and was ready to give it back. Due to my loss of balance when I went to hand it back, my leg tripped over the chair and the baby fell out of my hands and his head clipped the chair on the way down. There was red pouring everywhere. I watched my best friend's baby pass in front of me and it was all my fault. My best friend yelled at me in a tone I could never imagine. I just kept saying how sorry I am as I cried the whole time. The wife showed up and had a panic attack when she entered the room. I won't go into the details of what went on in the minutes following the ambulance arriving but I never spoke to him again. I didn't receive any charges and did not receive legal punishment. But I curse myself for it every day, how could I be so stupid? <laughs> okay, that... What do you say to that? You couldn't waterboard that type of information out of me. I wouldn't be able to live with myself with that type of information. Sorry, I'm struggling to say anything because I can't fathom the type of situation. First of all, anyone losing a baby because of their friend, dropping them, is already, I don't know what to say, but the fact that they tried for so long and they finally were able to conceive and then this happens, I mean... I don't know how all three of them are just able to wake up every single morning because I wouldn't. Sorry for saying that. But I'm, what do you say to this? I don't. Uh, please, if you guys have any thoughts on this story, that is just not what I was expecting to hear on a regular Tuesday. That just ruined my day. <laughs> I wish I had a time machine just so I can go back two minutes and not hear the story. But I guess now we heard it together. So... If I'm going to have a bad day, I guess we all will. <laughs> anyway, don't touch babies if you don't know how. Okay, that came off wrong. Don't hold babies if you don't know how to hold them. Okay. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? It's literally so common. It can happen from stress, aging, genetics, postpartum, and so on. And yet, I feel like no one talks about it or people associated with shame. I have so many friends who feel embarrassed speaking about it. And you know what? We're not doing that anymore because thinning is so normal. And that's why I want to introduce what's helped so many of my friends. And that is Nutrafol. 
Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. So if you ever wish that you had visibly thicker hair, less shedding, and so on, Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole-body approach to hair health. Their hair growth supplements use drug-free ingredients to target root causes of thinning hair and promote healthy hair growth. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength, from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles. And no matter what your current life stage is, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician-formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients that you end up getting the most reliable results. It's also now available in a vegan formula. It's their newest supplement that is formulated to women ages 18 and up with planet-based lifestyle who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. So go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes for your thinning hair, and then Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. They actually just recently did a clinical study, and in the clinical study, it showed that 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. So take the first step for visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time only. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol dot com and enter my promo code adulting so why not find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com is spelled n-u-t-r-a-f-o-l.com using my promo code adulting that's Nutrafol.com with my promo code adulting wait before we start the third story I just remembered for the first story the word ss I realized it meant ass not penis. English is cool. Next one. Have you ever encountered a lawyer who was so good that you were lost for words? I had been the victim of a road rage incident when I was in my 20s. I was in a left turn only lane. The perpetrator named Marjorie was in the right turn only lane, and she wanted to go left. I made my turn without ever noticing her, as there weren't very many cars on the road, and went into a restaurant to pick up my dad's dinner. She followed me in, kicked the chair out from under me and kicked the crap out of me while screaming, do you know who I am? Luckily, one of the waiters got her license plate number. I had eight broken ribs, a fractured cheekbone, and she had ruptured all of my stitches from my gallbladder surgery that I'd had two weeks prior. She tried to have me arrested for assault, saying that I threw her against her car. I'll come back to that. At my first court appearance, the prosecutor took me into a room and wanted me to drop the charges against this woman. I obviously refused. The prosecutor said, you are 22, you work as a hairdresser, and you live with your parents. You are nothing. Marjorie is a pillar of the community, and is the child psychologist for the county, so I think real hard over this. Excuse me, no psychologist should ever exhibit that type of behavior. How are you there helping people's mental health when you're this way? Also, do you guys really believe this actually happened with a judge doing that? That's only something I've seen in movies, but I guess, what do I know? I'm sorry, go on. ...point out that I had brought a witness, the waiter, as well as notarized affidavits from several people who were in the restaurant at the time, and CCTV footage from the restaurant, too. She refused to allow them to be admitted. Wasn't she supposed to help me? The judge wanted me to let the perpetrator have my car fixed. She broke a window and keyed the door, by some unlicensed guy, whom she had treated when he was in school. I agreed to an estimate, but I was going to get my own estimate as well. My sister used to work as a legal secretary, and she took me to one of her old bosses. 
We went over all of the evidence, and he agreed to come with me for the second court date. So, at the next date, the prosecutor called me back to a private room, before going into the courtroom, again trying to force me to drop the charges, but still wanted me for assault. My lawyer, Mark, said, So you say that my client threw Marjorie over the hood of her own car and held her against a wall with her right arm, correct? The prosecutor said, That's what Marjorie told me. Mark then said Marjorie, How tall are you? She replied 5 foot 10. He then asked how tall I was, and I replied 5 foot 3. Marjorie, you are a big woman, easily close to 200 pounds, while Choli weighs 92 pounds, so how could she throw you? The prosecutor replied that's not important. I disagree. Marjorie, you said in your sworn statement that Choli held you up against the wall with her right arm. Are you certain that you want to say that? That girl is a wild animal. Who knows what those people are capable of? Well, Choli had emergency surgery two weeks prior to the incident, on her right side, and still cannot lift that arm past shoulder level. No thanks to you. Also, she's left-handed. Checkmate. Marjorie, at this point, jumped up and started screaming about how important she was and I was just white trash, when Mark stood up, looked down at her and said, Lady, you might have convinced this prosecutor that you're somebody special, but I have, in my briefcase, a filing ready to go to the state board, along with all the evidence from this case, as well as sworn observations about your general behavior from your fellow psychologists and some of your neighbors. You will never be able to work again once I'm through with you, so I suggest that you sit down and admit that you lied and that you beat this white trash girl for no reason. Then, he turned to the prosecutor and said, How dare you assume that someone is guilty because they're not from this town? What does that prove? Or are you just bored and lazy? Marjorie had to pay for all of the damage done to my car, as well as the ambulance service, medical costs relating to everything that she did to me, and the damage she did to the chair in the restaurant. All of my charges were dropped and expunged. Mark usually handled divorce cases, but he had way too much fun that night. Wow. Wow, okay. That's a story. So, okay. So you're telling me a psychologist decided to key someone's car, bash their window or damage the car as well, and beat the shit out of someone because they cut them off on the freeway? I mean, I'm not going to lie, we all get road rage, but most of us are sane enough to not act on it, especially if your profession is to help people's mental health. That's even more insane. So A, I'm really glad this person's license hopefully got taken away. B, I hope this person, whatever they're going through, goes to therapy. They need a therapist. C, I'm really glad this other person ended up winning. That's really scary. I mean... The girl was 92 pounds and the person that beat the shit out of her was 200 pounds. Even th the thought of that is so scary. Wow, people, honestly, the worst thing that ever happened to the world are human beings. Just with the three stories that I shared with you guys today, I'm kind of mind blown by how terrible human beings can be. Those were the worst three stories ever. Not the worst, but the second and third story are pretty up there with terrible stories that break my heart i mean even though the girl won still just to go through that experience of getting the shit beat out of you and then getting your car damaged and then having to go through getting legal fees paying for legal fees going to court having to see the person to beat the shit out of you again then praying to god that you're going to win that's just too much or the second story i can't even fathom that it doesn't i can't even process a thing like that i never i never even thought that ever happens so you know new fear unlocked jesus moses i mean and then the first story you know the cheating 
cheaters are terrible. So I guess today we had the thief of loyalty, the thief of life, and the thief of the truth. So altogether, the thief of time. I don't know. I guess I tried to be deep, but I'm recording this episode super late at night. So my brain cells are just, they checked out around 8 p.m. Anyway, you guys, I really hope you enjoyed as much as you can today's very interesting Confession Corner episode. It was a lot. So I hope you take the rest of your day to be happy that you are not in those three people's situations. I mean, that's what Confession Corner is all about, being thankful for your life. So thanks again for listening to another episode of Almost Adulting. Please don't forget to subscribe and please leave me a five-star review. Just take two seconds of your time on the Apple Podcast app. It helps my podcast tremendously. Anyway, I love you besties. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.